0: Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric.
1: And this is SLC Podcast. Thank you everybody for joining us for episode 346.
0: Yep, 346. I
1: just realized that last week's episode was three, four, five. Like three, four, five. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. We didn't even make note of that at the time, but I guess better late than never. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah,
0: this the other stuff. Yeah, because this is the only time it's going to happen in, uh well, until the next 100 episodes, 111 episodes, really. Right. Then we'll have four, five, six.
1: <laughs> right, and it's going to be a couple years. About two years from now, we'll be doing that.
0: <laughs> yeah, two years and some change, but that's okay. We're not exactly planning on going any anywhere. Right. Yep. Uh, However, we are doing this uh, remotely because the weather had other plans. It is snowing like hell out there.
1: Oh yeah, I did before Eric even got off work. Uh, I did a drive that would normally take me about 12 to 15 minutes, and it took 35 to 40 minutes. So, yeah, it was terrible. So, Eric in lieu of braving more of the storm, getting off work and coming here as it usually does, uh, we're doing it remotely. So, we're together, but not together. (laughs) I just
0: had to face the storm going home. Right. So Yeah,
1: but it's okay. Yeah, it's better than all the way out here and then all the way back to your house.
0: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. We're still here to uh, yeah, we're still here to promote. We're still here to plug all the new music and talk about the shows and uh, talk about the music as well. Oh, absolutely, be fun still.
1: Indeed, it is, and we are going to get into it now. Uh, as we got a lot of great stuff as per usual, especially a lot of stuff shared with us. So. I'm just going to do a quick rundown of what I've got. I think January 1st was a busy release date, and I'm going to start there. Uh, on the 1st, Long Way to Go released 3, which is an EP on DIY Kodo Records. The Remote Controls released a split with 20M, which is an EP. Damn it, Records put out their damn nations for January 2024. If for some reason you're unfamiliar with that, well, they do uh, that 10 unreleased tracks. Each month from bands that put the tracks out, uh, there's at least a 30-day window from when they appear on Damn It Records' Damn Nations before you'll find them anywhere else. And the guys over at Damn It Records and Damnation, well, they do their uh, Damn It Records podcast, just had me on as a guest uh, to talk about my favorite Damn Nations tracks uh, from May through even uh, I even included a couple from January, so this quick derailment here is. If you want to go check them out, you can go listen to the one that I'm on. It'll be out within a week. I think it comes out on the 14th, so actually relatively quick. But uh, even if you don't want to listen to one that I'm on, they did it with some other guests too. And so go check them out, and then you will see what kind of cool tracks are coming out because they do have a lot of cool stuff that comes out. So. There you go, off that derailment, back to the list, still on the first, Dead Set released, Praying on My Downfall, which is a single on Days, Bullshit Detector put out a new single, Violet Crown, which is a great single, Battle Flask put out Trash My Pad EP, we'll be talking more about that in a moment, The Last Responders put out Clock In, which is a single off their upcoming release, High Horse Cavalry put out Time Is Gone, which is a single off their upcoming release, Death Ridge Boys, who did put out a full length in 2023, which will be, spoiler alert, it's going to definitely be in my top list for LPs, where you can go tune in when I release it in a couple weeks. Anyway, they released a two-track single, Society Overdose, Turn the Tide, Chum Huffer released FYNS, which is a single, then on the third, Haywire released Condition for Demolition on Days, on the Tinder... We played them last week on The Cinder. <laughs> uh, on The but, Tinder. I can't help but say it after they put it into my head. Now that's the first thing that comes up. So what can I say? Ah, yeah. those bastards. <laughs> Smells Like American Spirit. Tune in to last week's episode if you want more details on that single and their upcoming release. Ozone put out on the fourth, Always on My Back on Triple B Records. Hate Seeker put out The Cutter on Von Toxic. The Skin Flicks put out Let's Have It. That's a new full-length. I love that one. That's going to be on my best-of list. Doc Rotten put out a single, which is on their upcoming release, called Rotten Radio. Uh, The pre-orders, I think, started on that date, the 5th. Cancer Christ, as Eric will talk about, uh, I'm sure as well, because we played them last week. But they put out God is Violence, their new LP. (laughs) Hammerhead put out Ale Pissin on Den Dom, which is a single. They have a new release coming out soon. Lost Legion has a new release, and they put out Behind the Veil teaser, Behind the Concrete Veil, rather, teaser, and I think that's two tracks. You can go find that on Medeco Discock. Self-Defense put out Demo 2024 on Slow Death Records. Wiretap Records put out their uh, quarterly compilation. Attention, a Wiretap musical music compilation features 30 tracks. The money that they get on those tracks, uh, for those compilations, rather, they donate to a charity at the end of the year. Lost to Life put out Winter Split with Cemented in Fear. The Franks should have released, but I didn't find it yet. Started Living Your Life, which is a 10-inch on LSM Vinyl. The Beater's Band released Vintage Punk Rock and Roll. Uh, Sorry, that's the band's name, The Beater's Band. (laughs) They released Danny Says, which is a single. Midwich Cuckoos put out Fool Me Once live at Signal House Studios on Onslaught Music, their label. And that's just a single. Split Knuckle on the twelfth put er, is going to be putting out "Breathing Through the Wound" on Days. Fabled Mind is going to be putting out "Project Paradise" on Lockjaw Records on the twelfth. Urban Elite will be releasing a single "Integrity" off of their upcoming LP. Free Sergio will be releasing "The Nail in the Coffee," not the coffin, but the coffee, <laughs> and they'll be doing that on the nineteenth. That's my list. Eric, what do you got?
0: Uh, let's see. I got a. I got a bit on the. Yeah, on the first. Yeah, there was the Last Responders uh, single and the Dead Set single, Praying on My Downfall. <clears throat> and on the third, Haywire released their album Conditioned for Demolition. On the fourth, uh, yeah, we already talked about Smells Like American Spirit. And <laughs> if you need more info on that, we just said check out the uh, check out the last episode. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, Ozone released another single called Always on My Back, uh, January fifth cancer christ god is violence i said pretty much everything i needed to say up to this point about that record last week so if you need a refresher go back and listen to it (laughs) or do yourself one better listen to the album god it's fucking awesome it's been getting uh, some rave reviews across the board there was one individual i saw it was a snippet of his review on instagram uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was saying, like, uh, yeah, I know it's early in the year, but this is already one of my favorite albums. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'm like, I'm right there with you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, we'll see what the rest of the year has in store for us. Uh, meanwhile, Frick, my friends in Frick, released their Zigzag single. They're going to have an LP coming out uh, in February. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, January 6, Alkaline Trios, Blood, Hair, and Eyeballs have yet to listen to that whole album. Uh, The 9th was a pretty busy release day as well. You mentioned the Midwich Cuckoos and the new uh, Integrity album, which is All Death is Mine and Total Domination. That's colon, Total Domination. <laughs> it's actually uh, not exactly new music. It's a compilation of a lot of their unreleased tracks and B-sides and what have you. So this is this is basically a record for the Diehards. And I'm a Diehard, so I'm going to listen to it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Diehard!
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Anyway, uh Gouge Away released their uh, split single, Stuck in a Dream and Idealized. That's gonna be coming up on a uh, on a future record. Um that's gonna be uh, not until March, March 15th. <clears throat> and the Runts put out their Fence Walker single. Oh, cool. Yep. Still uh still releasing some uh, new music, but you know, that's they they gotta go out on a high note. Right? Leave, yeah, exactly. Leave, Get it all uh, out. Leave behind something awesome. <laughs> leave behind, leave behind as much as you can. Right. All right, and um, I have to uh, double check my uh, sources on this one because Amiga the Devil, Amiga the Devil, did a little uh, uh, teaser on his uh, on his Instagram that a new single called "The Mechanic" was coming out. And I looked it up on YouTube. It's not out yet. He said it was coming out today, but I'm like, um, when? (laughs) Uh, Danny, 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 please uh, tell me when exactly this uh, single's going to come out because I really want to listen to it. Just judging by the promo teaser thing that you put on there, it sounds great. I I would like to hear the rest of it. (laughs) Uh, Okay, but rest assured, when it does drop, I will be there. I'll be there listening and I'll be here plugging it. Anyway, finally on the 12th, the Grind's going to be releasing their death metal EP. And it is spelled exactly how it sounds. <laughs> death metal, each uh, death metal with each uh, fucking letter repeating upon itself. Nice. <laughs> yep. And finally split knuckles going to release breathing through the wound. I'm like, Breathing Through the Wound. That's pretty cool. Just kind (laughs) of shows where uh, all these hardcore guys kind of (laughs) stand.
1: Right? That's
0: awesome. It is pretty awesome. Anyway, that's all I got for uh, uh, new releases. Uh, I still have some fairly new releases to talk about. So let's get into that, shall we? We both do. Let's get to it. What do you got? I got the band Without Peace. These guys were founded in 2021 by one Rupa Zimkus, who had previously played guitar in this New Jersey hardcore band called Reaching Out. In this uh, interview he did, I believe with no echo, I can't remember, but he stated that he just wanted to create music that was fast and made you want to dance. He wrote the entirety of his demo and recorded vocals, guitar, and bass with Michael Kingshot, who had played drums in Floor Punch, Charge, and... Nowhere Roads, as the as the drummer, and on top of that, uh, Kingshop brought in three other people to round out the band, and thus, Without Peace was born. And yeah, they came forth last year with their debut LP, Crash and Burn, uh, teaming with old school hardcore with snappy thrash insurrections. Plenty of songs slamming two faced shitheads, shit talkers, and those that take pleasure in others' misery. <laughs> For example, Sworn to Serve defames cops. Thorn in My Side calls out those who have fair weathered stances on politics or social causes. Chip Tooth is aimed toward people who spread rumors. Nothing's Changed it calls out armchair slash keyboard warriors who talk a lot of shit but don't take action to back up their words. The title track is a diss track to all those who sell out anyone and everyone, friend or foe, to achieve whatever it is they initially set out to achieve. And No Need serves as a warning to those sloganeers who won't lay off their impudent judgment calls that their rhetoric will ironically land on deaf ears. <laughs> so... Yeah, I was writing out all these notes as I was listening to the record because for the life of me, I cannot figure out which one to choose. I was like, I'm I'm at a loss. I actually think I like all of these songs equally. I don't think any of them really stand out about the other. So it was just kind of like a roulette wheel. On <laughs> that wheel, and wherever the ball lands, it was like, okay, and it lands on Thorn to my side. Okay, fine. Thorn to my side, it's going in. To reiterate, that's the one that's uh, calling out those people who just never seem to uh, never seem to uh, stick to their morals. They're always they're always slithering and weaseling their way just to make them sound just to make them sound woke. <laughs> and I got a problem with woke people, Jesus Christ. Anyway, right. so yeah, we're gonna listen to that one. This is Thorn in my side from the first LP by Without Peace. Here we go. songs. Seven songs, a running time that doesn't even hit a quarter of an hour, full of cynicism and anger written by East Coast tough guys who don't take shit from anyone or anything. True hardcore fashion. (laughs) So that is their alleged day to go 15 minutes long. Come on, guys, it's an EP. It's called an EP. Just add those two lines to the L and just accept it. Some of the best releases in hardcore were eps as majority of black flags discography that's looked upon in such reverence except for the process of weeding out fuck that ep good lord fuck that ep i'm getting <laughs> off track here uh <laughs> i'm getting off track here uh crash and burn by without peace formerly known as uh reaching out well the singer anyway <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure you jersey guys all know i can't imagine the scene over there is uh too big maybe it is i don't know <clears throat> never been there so, but all i know all i do know is that without pieces uh, release crash and burn fucking kicks ass i listened to it at least 10 times over nice mostly because mostly because i needed to figure out what song i wanted to do but if anything that's a that's a statement to the ep itself it may just uh, make my my year my year end list as far as uh, top eps go so Good on you guys. Without peace, you have uh, certainly, you certainly promised that. I was without peace trying to figure out what (laughs) song to play. So, you know, maybe I should have did it as a great cover to cover album, but one, this is not an album. It would have been a great cover to cover EP. I don't care what you say. And I already had other plans for that one, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Dustin? Dustin?
1: Got a couple new ones, uh, some bands reaching out, Battle Flasp, been looking forward to playing them. I, I played their Trash My Pad, the title track off the EP that came out on the first couple episodes, or a couple, like a month or two ago, I think, over on Puckanoi Worldwide. So we're gonna play a track off of this because I'll be playing this Friday, uh, another track off that EP, but it was released as a single. So if you wanna listen to that one too, go tune in when that episode comes out. On this episode from Trash My Pad, Uh, Came out a little over a week ago. The band reached out on that day just to give us a reminder that it came out. Uh, We're going to listen to Domination. And it's not domination, it's Domination. So we're going to get to that. (laughs) Uh, One of uh, two, it looks like, bands from L.A., but uh, definitely, what do we got? Three, four bands from California that we'll be playing on this episode. So we're going to kick off the California bands. Uh, Off of their new, brand new EP that's only been out for 10 days. Here is Domination. It's Battle Flask.
0: Is this uh, the uh, unrelated sequel to No Effects? Is the idiots are taken over?
1: That could be. It could be. <laughs> I will Domination. say, uh, even though I enjoyed the No Effects song, I prefer Battle Flask. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, this obviously they're more up your alley. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Great but stuff. I can say the same. I really like this one. Yeah, it's more catchy. Domination now, kill, kill, kill I
1: like that Exactly, singing along, first time you hear it You know a band did it right uh, Go check out Trash My Pad, go check out the other tracks Again, I, we played the title track Or at least I did over on Pucanoia Worldwide I'll be playing Gas Hole coming up uh, this week And now you hear Domination Get out there, check out the rest of it There's more tracks on top of those You so, gotta
0: love this uh, these bands With their plays on words yeah. Domination, Gas Hole
1: Yes <laughs> Exactly.
0: Uh, I love it. Just sort of uh, breaks the mold of uh, how serious every punk band's taken themselves. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It's good to be serious in your message, but don't take yourself too seriously because that just kind of uh, that just kind of preludes to the
1: fact that you're not human. You're just a machine, <laughs> right? Indeed. Cool stuff. Go check out Battle Flask. Now we're gonna check out together the band Running from Shadows. They're from Ola in louisiana uh i want to thank darren for reaching out sent an email uh, about three weeks ago december 19th meant to get to it sooner i had been behind i think i'm getting pretty close to caught up still got a few to go but uh for the most part getting caught up and i am due to respond to a few people played the music got to respond let them know appreciate them sending it as anybody that chooses to i we appreciate you uh, this particular track from Running From Shadows is called Loser. It was also released on January 1st, so as you can tell, notified way earlier than when the release was. I wish I would have got to it quicker. The artwork for this single looks like a Garbage Pail Kid card, which I really enjoyed because I collected Garbage Pail Kids when I was younger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah. made out of... Uh... I may not have uh, been old enough to collect the cards and that I wasn't around back then, but I know what they are. It was sort of like the, uh, uh, it was sort of like the, uh, mockery of the cabbage patch kids.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. And I love it. I just loved how grotesque and how just, uh, uh disgusting they all looked. It was, it was hilarious. Uh, Except I've heard nothing, nothing, nothing but horrible things about the movie.
1: Yeah, I have it on DVD. Don't watch it. I have it more for a collector's nostalgia <laughs> purpose, but not. it wasn't very good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Some people look at that film as the example of how not to make a movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a few examples out there, I'm sure, and that can definitely fall in that category.
0: Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, you, you made your points. I've seen uh, clips of it. I've watched people uh, do reviews on it. I'm like, oh, God. Okay, yeah, you convinced me. I'm not going to touch that thing with a <laughs> 10-foot can.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, on a better note, running from shadows, again, like I said, that artwork, more of the, the font over it, less of the, the person in there. I mean, maybe a little bit, but that's a little bit less of the Garbage pill Kid, but the – Uh, text and the artwork of the text uh, there, the font definitely gives me that uh, nostalgia thinking back to Garbage Pail Kids but the track, we'll see what you think they list themselves as a heavy metal band with punk influences so we'll see what you think see if you enjoy it, this track again it's a single they released on the first it is called Loser think of that one
0: well yeah they certainly delivered that does sound like a metal band playing punk music <laughs> like indeed it's like yeah the music is uh yeah the music it's it's riff heaven right there they're playing a lot of uh heavy fucking riffs but the uh yeah, but the vocals especially when the guy gets like
1: uh uh gets more reserved starts talking like this it sounds like tim armstrong oh I was thinking. I, I thought it had a familiar sound to it too, so I'm with you, and maybe that that's clicking now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like how was just kind of slurring his speech, sounding like he's uh, strung out or something. It's, uh, yeah. It's it's hard not to. Uh, it's hard not to think that those are uh, correlated.
1: He's a loser, baby.
0: <laughs> yep, but I don't want to kill this one oh god oh, <laughs> right god. indeed we already went we already went through my uh distaste for beck when we played uh one of his uh one of his deep cuts right. earlier. your uh, it was at some point last year
1: <laughs> yeah it was a while ago and yep you are right uh we'll be uh, go beyond that go check out uh running from shadows go check them out on their band camp we'll get to the social medias as we do at the end of the show but you can go check those out. If you wanted a radio edit version, there's even a radio edit version of that song uh, as well there on Bandcamp. Eric, there we go. We're up. We're up to you again. What do you got now? Well, I got a street punk band this time. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: got the Overexposure band from L.A. Yep, second and L.A. band. Guys- <laughs> Yep, second LA band. I, yeah, I realize that.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, except for me personally, this is on the other coast. Right. <laughs> went from yeah, went from Jersey to LA. So here we are, and this is the uh, yeah. We're gonna be talking about the second release from these guys, Overexposure. They were founded in 2019 by Ryan Doria. He was the uh, uh, he was playing in bands like All or Nothing and Pressure Cracks, and he and he runs the War against made, yeah. War against made. Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. I'm. Let me start over on okay. that.
1: Okay, I will let you because I don't know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah. To D- just min- mincing my sentences together. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, Ryan Doria. He would. Okay. It was founded in 2019 by Ryan Doria, who was singing in bands like All or Nothing and Pressure Cracks, and he runs a War Against Records. Okay. And his band Overexposure, yeah, War Against. And they made a huge splash with their first LP, California 98, which was basically just a, uh, uh, it was a, uh, I don't want to say pandering because that sounds negative, but it was sort of a, it was a tribute to uh, basically all the, uh, a lot of the guys that made uh, that put Bay Area punk rock on the map, and also just West Coast punk in general. And yeah, it was an extensive album. It was like a 19 tracks long, and it featured a lot of appearances uh, from Walter Delgado from Rotting Out, Ephraim Schultz from Death by Stereo, Brenna Reed from The Last Gang, Eva Hall by Power Al- from Power Alone, Jeff Kirsch from Tiger Army, Jeff Salisbury from Skullcrack. Uh, Cameron Miller from Seizures, and even they feature some piano pieces by AFI's bassist, Hunter Bargain.
1: So, yeah. Wow, (laughs) yeah, that's quite a bit there.
0: Quite a few connections, indeed. Anyway... Anyway, so that was, a, that was a huge album. It's a great album. Go and listen to it. But we're going to be talking about their follow-up EP, Strive to Survive. And it came out in May of last year. And it didn't have as many features on it. <laughs> <laughs> Not nearly. Outside of some members of Skullcrack providing uh, backing vocals. But it rather showed how the band could stand on their own. That they weren't just pandering to the nostalgia of the West Coast punks. Right. So... So yeah, some of the songs on here. I mean, this was another uh, this was another uh, difficult decision for me because this EP also kicks ass. I'm really lining out my uh, <laughs> great EPs of release last year lists. So this is this is good for me. <laughs> anyway, uh, songs like uh, "Get Out" is about the struggles of finding purpose in life and trying to avoid ruts and uh, being content in mediocrity. Uh, Inside your mind is about mental torment that come from self doubt and helplessness. Dead to me is about cutting ties with those who've taken advantage of you for their personal gain. Yeah, we uh, heard that before. Right. Uh, read the signs. Questions what uh, those who've dedicated their lives to religious decree fear to question. And like, is there really an afterlife? Honestly, is there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, panic. That's. Panic with an exclamation point at the end is about exactly that, <laughs> letting anxiety uh, uh, keep you from making decisions. And twisted teeth is about the echo chamber that comes in the form of political parties and the stances they take. Every side thinks that they're right,
1: right. So but wrong.
0: With I know <laughs> you are wrong. No, you are wrong. You are wrong. Yeah, I guess you're all fucking wrong. wrong. It's like, guys, guys, relax. You're all just idiots. You're right? And they're taking over <laughs> domination. <laughs> okay. So, with all that being said, the song that stuck out to me the most uh, was Dead to Me. Not just because of the subject, uh, being that it. Being that it refers to issues I'm currently dealing with, you know, cutting out certain people in my life, you know, kind of uh, evaluating the people whose company I choose to keep and if they're really worth it, if they do the same for me, yada, yada, yada. But also because the music just kicks fucking ass. It goes all over the place. And in terms of speed and like uh, aggression, and it always keeps its energy. So here we go. You're dead to me, baby. (laughs) fucking in the pocket just firing on all cylinders man yeah they are oh yeah. good stuff yeah damn good stuff i really yeah i really like overexposure i really like that ep i'm uh yeah i'm stoked that i discovered it how i discovered it was this uh i uh, was this youtube video it was just this guy who was like listening out uh some of the uh centripetal benchmark uh street punk bands you know, nationally and internationally all over the damn place. But, and this was one of the bands he uh, pointed out. And he said that this was his personal favorite street punk band. And I was like, well, okay, if uh, this guy is saying that's his favorite, then maybe I go check him out. And I realized I had already checked them out. I've listened to that California 98 LP. I just fucking forgot it was them. So, so now I went in fully aware of what I was listening to, and this EP, yeah, I, I said it before, I'll say it again, it fucking kicks ass. So yeah, check out the rest of it. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be revisiting this one once my list is rounded out, fleshed out, and everything is where it needs to be.
1: And we will be doing those soon. As soon as Eric gets his done, we will be releasing his Picks as bonus episode here on SLC Punkcast And I'll be releasing mine in a couple weeks Before January ends is my goal over on Punkanoi Worldwide So you can tune in if you care what we think on those particular episodes And they're coming soon So Very soon <laughs> Before we get started talking about some live shows We still have some albums to get to and such uh, I got a older, lesser known band The band is Antidote They're from the Netherlands I played them over on Punkanoi Worldwide I've had them on the list to play for a bit, and I can't remember why. Other than I like them, but I th- I think there was a reason. Either somebody said, hey, you should check them out, play something specific, which unfortunately I don't remember, but I'm going to play them now anyway. So uh, they did release No Communication. They have several other releases. So the band was active 1996 through 2012, had about a five-year hiatus, and then they've been active since then. I don't know that they have anything new. Maybe they've got, uh, oh, they did do their unreleased demo tracks. They released that in 2020. Uh, I am sure that they're going to be having something new coming up. Great band. I really dig it. Uh, Their last release before I think they were on hiatus anyway, at least that's what you'll find on their Bandcamp page, was No Communication that came out July 8th of 2007. So kind of in the middle there-ish of that active period. Uh, a different track that I haven't played off that one yet is Nothing Has Changed. So even though things change, maybe nothing's changed. It's all about perspective, I suppose. But we will listen to yeah. what Antidote has to tell us about Nothing Has Changed. Go check out No Communication on their Bandcamp page, too. Here goes. nothing has changed
0: yeah nothing has changed so that's why they still got something to talk about after almost 30 years <laughs> because
1: nothing has changed <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yep 2007 almost uh yeah almost uh, 20 years ago and <clears throat> it unfortunately still holds water to this day <laughs>
1: yep uh well,
0: something is some things have changed most of it for the the worst it's kinda like how uh, a white trash Rob introduces the uh, uh, "Living in an Exile" song. It's like here we back, here we are back once again. Nothing has changed except maybe for the
1: worst. <laughs> well, added killed it. Uh, that that full length is great. Go check out the full length from the band. There's 14 tracks. Some are in. I assume it's Dutch. Maybe yeah, that looks like that's Dutch, not German. Yeah, I think that's Dutch. So some of the tracks uh Dutch, some in English. Uh, they do have a handful of other releases. Their 96 and 97 demos are on there. Their Let's Get Drunk 7-inch, My Life, that's all 1990s releases. Then they got Go Pogo in July of 2007, back in year zero. Another dose, and then you get up to No Communication, and then their unreleased demo tracks. So Point is, a lot of really cool stuff. If you want to go check out Antidote from Netherlands, I dig them. Hopefully, you did too. Eric, any live shows that you went to in the last week?
0: Oh, let's see. I believe I have. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But let me refresh my own memory. There was – I don't know. I don't know what I've – I don't know what I've been doing the last week.
1: Well, because of me, we ended up recording a little bit late in the week last week. We recorded on Friday. And so did you check out anything over the weekend?
0: Over the weekend? No, not really. I think I was just a little burned out from the week prior. So and uh, we're kind of in the dry season as we far are. as uh, shows go. So there hasn't been a lot going on. So. Yeah, I think this is one of those rare occasions where I went a whole week, a whole like uh, five, seven days
1: where I didn't see a show. (laughs) Well, I'll run down a list. If you've got some, too, we'll we'll run down a list of some shows that if they're in your area, you should check out. Um, Eric was talking about the dry season. Well, it's about a month away, but coming to Salt Lake are the Coffin Cats with our friends in Hans Gruber and the Diehards. That tour starts February 8th, and we'll go through the 25th, starting in Phoenix, going through LA. It looks like it's mostly West Coast-ish, plus us. You know, we're like, we're the West, we're the mountain west, whatever. But I'm excited to check them out when they get here. And then coming to Salt Lake as well on January 24th are the Drowns. Their tour of the West Coast. It starts in Santa Cruz on the 18th, and January 27th, they'll end in Eugene, Oregon. So excited to check out The Drowns, two shows coming here that I'm excited about now in your areas. I'll get to those tours as it gets closer. We're obviously a little bit further out. But this Friday, the 12th, if you're in Tukwila, Washington, go check out Doug and the Slugs with Chiswick Commandos, Prolaterra, Hoy Ploy Sound System, and it's at Lucky Liquor. So go check them out uh, if you're in that area. Uh, Anti-Heroes are going to be playing this weekend as well. Nope, sorry, the next weekend, January 20th, and that will be in L.A. at First Street Billiards. Castillo, ultrasect and 21 Gun Salute will all be playing on or that show. They might get somebody in re- to replace Weekend Kids. I think Weekend Kids was the one that had to drop. I think even it was just today. Uh, You can go follow their social medias if you want more details on the reason why they had to drop. Long story short, somebody died in somebody's family there, but not my business. If you want to go check it out, whatever information they give, they choose to do so there. Uh, Oh, that one is, uh, that was last week, so we're not doing that one. (laughs) January 11th in New Jersey. (laughs) At Salty's Beach Bar and January twelfth in Brooklyn, New York, at the Meadows, you can go check out Liberty and Justice coming at you from Houston. So go check them out if you haven't seen them there. In if they if that's your neck of the woods anyway. In Milwaukee, I am looking for. There it is. Sometimes they make the dates hard to find. It was in the shoe. Uh, January twentieth. Uh, you can go to Milwaukee Subcult. Uh, No, Cactus Club. There you go. That's the name of it. Uh, That's the name of the venue in Milwaukee. It's a $15 show, 18 and older, unfortunately, for you youngins. But you can go check out the Slads from Philly, Splatter Pattern, Sleeper Cell, No Guard from Springfield, and Destros. I think that's Destros. It's a new Milwaukee hardcore death rock band, so... Uh, check that out on the 20th. Put that in your calendars. Then on January 14th, that's this Sunday at Skid Row Garage in York, Pennsylvania. You can go check out The Cheats, No Comply, who we just played a few weeks back, Riverside Odds, and Use Once and Destroy. It's an all-ages show that starts at 4 p.m. this Sunday, and it's 10 bucks. Hopefully it ain't snowing like a blizzard like it is here right now because that would be a rough outdoor show there at Skid Row Garage or indoor-outdoor, I don't know but man, hopefully it ain't snowing there uh, on that day, on January 14th uh, again, that was in York, PA uh, The Uncouth on Friday the 19th, they will be doing their uh, all-ages album release show with Doldrums and Violet Approach, That's the that's the font there uh, it will be in Kansas City, and it looks like the venue, I think, is called Howdy in, uh, in Kansas City. It's $10 show. Music starts at 8 doors or at 7. Remember, that one is Friday the 19th. Uh, I think there's just a couple left here. January, so this is the 19th, January 19th. Antagonizers, ATL, Longshot Odds, and Strike First will all be playing in Columbia, South Carolina at New Brooklyn Tavern. Doors open at 7, so you can catch a couple Atlanta bands coming up to Columbia. If you're in that area, go follow any of these bands that I'm mentioning. You follow them on the social medias. You can obviously get more details on their shows, or if they have any other shows that I'm not mentioning coming up. Uh, that one is about a month out. This one is the same show, different flyer. I don't know what I'm doing there. Uh, I got <laughs> saved it both, but it's already the exact same show. So... Eric, that looks like all I have for upcoming shows. What do you have to add? Uh, got a, uh, I got a few local ones. On uh, the
0: 12th, uh, Lovelace, Bittersweet, Cataract, and Manifold be playing at uh, Black Lung Society, again in the new location up on uh, Washington Boulevard in Ogden. Okay. Uh, the address will be on the flyer if you want to check it out, folks. Uh, it's going to start at 7 p.m. and is $12. Awesome. Uh, mean meanwhile, Lindsay Heath, uh, excuse me, Lindsey Heath Orchestra, D. Horn and Mortiki Tempo are gonna be playing at Ace's High. That's gonna be $15 and starts at 8 p.m. I may go to that. We shall see. We will see. <clears throat> then on the 13th, the Makeways, the Avenues, and Still Fighting God will be playing alongside uh, DJ Burn a Fire. That's gonna be at the Stateside Scooter Company which is uh, across the street from the Beehive. Awesome. Yep, and it's a whole, like, uh, uh, let's see, it's a whole ska night, pretty much. And it's it's cool to see the Avenues are doing shows. They haven't been playing as much the past couple of years, but I would certainly like to check that out. I love the Avenues. They're fun. Uh, anyway, that'll be $14. Starts at 7 p.m. on the 15th, Harbor Leek. In, and Infernium will be playing up at Black Lung. That'll start at 7 p.m. and is $10. On Also, on the 15th, there's going to be a house show at the House of Blues in uh, Glendale, I think. It's either Glendale or uh, uh, Rose Park. I think it's Rose Park. But anyway, uh, Destiny Board, Close Call, Griebler, and BELM. BELM, B E O M E. I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh that some is gonna be starting at six p.m. and is uh there's a suggested donation of uh five to ten dollars, but just bring what you can. Anyway, on the sixteenth, Mummy, Heart Museum, Masking, and Hallbrick Drive be playing at the Beehive at six thirty p.m. There was no price on the flyer, but it's at a it's a beehive show, I am assuming is gonna be in the realm of ten to fifteen dollars. We shall see. But Cool. Find know when you get there i suppose <laughs> uh yeah and i still gotta figure out about this other show that's uh apparently on the 16th but is also at the beehive uh, bad idols bittersweet cat grove street and frick um i'll have to double check the date on that one but it'll be 7 p.m and it's ten dollars okay and and this is going a little outside the uh, point of no return, but I feel it's worth mentioning. Devo is going to be playing at the Marquee Theater up in Park City. Wow. Yeah, I had no idea about that. Apparently, I don't get notifications for shows up in Park City, but just a couple weeks ago, they had Nas up there. Fucking oh, wow. Nas. Yeah. Had I known about that, I would have been up there, <laughs> like, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, but alas, the show was like, a, it was the same night that I found out, and I just couldn't make it, I just couldn't make it work. Also, driving up to Park City now, it just sound like fucking hell. Right. Ugh. Yeah, a Ben up Parley's in the middle of a snowstorm, it <laughs> sucks, it is horrible. Anyway. Yeah, basically, uh, Devo is playing the Marquee Theater up in Park City because they have a movie coming out. It's a documentary about them that's part of the Sundance Festival. Oh. So, so yeah, it's pretty cool. They'll be doing a feature and do a bit of a premiere, and they'll be playing a show, uh, not alongside that, but they will be playing a show as well. Cool. So, yeah, so I really want to check that out. I want to go see. I want to go see Devo. I mean, I planned on going to see them at uh, Punk Rock Bowling, but if if they're in there like uh, Twilight Days, if they're about to cross the finish line, I want to see them uh, as many times as I can because it's Devo. I never got to see these guys. They put on an awesome show, from what I hear. So I'm gonna try and make it to that. Nice. Yeah, and for those of you that still want to go up there and you don't have a uh, Uh, You don't have a Sundance film pass or anything of that sort. Well, it's uh, just to get into the show. It starts at 8 p.m. and it's $100 general admission. So, yeah, but it's Park City, it's Sundance, and it's Devo. So that's why it's so damned expensive. Jeez, yeah. Yeah. It's a third of the price to get a three-day pass at Punk Rock Bowling. So (laughs) I'm wondering if it's worth it, but I keep telling myself it's Devo. You're going to kick yourself in the ass if you don't go. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so hey, if anyone wants to go up there with me, do a ride share or whatever, then, uh, yeah, hit me up. I'd love to get a group together. Well, before a group we... of people that can afford it.
1: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, real quick, before you get to your great cover-to-cover album, I was mentioning the Slads <laughs> are playing that show in Milwaukee. They are from Philly. Uh, I just found out that they released a new EP called Tough Times, five-track EP on January 8th. Forgot to mention that at the top of the show. So I figured I'd quickly plug that in there since uh, talking about their live show that's coming up. Now that that's done, Eric, if you don't have anything else, what great cover-to-cover album do you have? Uh, Well, right now I'm uh, fact-checking myself
0: to see if uh, that Frick show is where it says it is. Okay. Is when it says it is, is what um, it is, look, y'all. It is what it is. That's just the way it is. <laughs> right, let me, let me see. Yeah, January sixteenth. Bad Idols, Freak Bittersweet, and Cat Grove Street, starting at uh, seven PM. So, okay, so that date is correct. But what about that mummy show? Let me let me see what they're all about. Okay. Well, All right. please stand by. I will be, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. There we are. Mummy. Standing and, uh... by, Red
1: Leader. <laughs> you know, I am excited while you're doing that. I want to mention, I am excited to check out the slads. Uh, sounds like something that's going to be up my alley. I haven't heard him yet. They did release a demo back in June of 2023. And that was a five track demo. It looks like different tracks out on tape both their album artworks look like they are meant to be on a cassette tape for any of you cassette folks you can go look that up on mf records and that was june 22nd that their demo came out
0: all right well doesn't look like that show even exists i (laughs)
1: guess okay so well moving on to your album then what did you pick for an album this week Okay, well first I got to uh
0: I got to prelude this with uh with the fact that I finally overcame my uh regret and uh let's say anger <laughs> for missing this band live twice in a row when they came to Salt Lake cuz God damn it, I just had to be somewhere else. Okay, I'm not over it completely, but (laughs) I'm over it just enough to where I can talk about their album that came out last year, probably the most revered crossover album that, that came out in the last 12 months. That band is Drain, their album, Living Proof. I think I'm strong enough to talk about this now. <laughs> I was holding so much of a grudge against myself. It's like, god damn it, why did you have to be here on the same day as when I was in Vegas? <laughs> Fuck my life. Uh. And of course, they came through and played Kill Me Court. Looks looked like an awesome show. But no, I had to be a Judas Priest, because their guitarist had to get sick and reschedule the show. And it had to be that day. It just had to be that day. <laughs> I digress. Talked about I've talked about Drain before on uh, episodes uh, 232, 240, and 303, and they were even somewhat of an honorable mention on my best of albums of uh, 2021, as their album California Curse came out in 2020, and I hadn't discovered it until well later that year in 2021. So uh so yeah i was like i love that album i did eventually talk about it in 232 made it my great cover to cover album pick of that episode so now i'm gonna be doing their second album living proof For those of you that don't know drain they formed in santa cruz california uh forming officially at the university of california by their drummer tim flagel who had some uh It was just jamming around with some of his uh, fellow students, and it wasn't until they inducted uh, bassist and soon-to-be guitarist Cody Chavez and vocalist uh, Sammy Mitaro that they began to take the form of a hardcore thrash outfit. And in 2016 and 2017, they released their first two EPs, Overthinking and Time Enough at Last, and it was during their tour supporting these EPs that I got to see them perform for the first time. It it was my first time seeing them perform, is what I mean. But I'm pretty sure it was their first show in Salt Lake. I don't know. I would wager to say that that's correct. They played at the Underground, little, little stupid hole-in-the-wall venue. We loved it. It was like a second home for many bands, including mine. And not only could they play their music very well, but the inclusions of beach balls and pool noodles and encouraging people to crowd surf using boogie boards were what made these guys stand out about above all others. And damn are they just super nice. Especially <laughs> Sammy. <laughs> Sammy's such a its just such a great dude to be around. Just emotes so much positive energy. Always smiling that guy. Anyway. So in 2019, they signed to Revelation Records and they released California Cursed in April of 2020, like I said. And soon after, they got picked up by Epitaph in 2021 and they released their single, Watch You Burn, which was slated to be the teaser for their second album, Living Proof. And it wasn't long before they released that. Now, Living Proof, it's Drain doing what they do best, a collage of rampant hardcore and thrash with lyrics that run through subjects of self-improvement, And trying to hold the PMA, despite your stressful surroundings, uh, mentally and physically as well. And trying to keep, also keeping a wary eye on the company that you choose to keep. And it's all coming from an honest place. Yeah, Sammy has gone uh, gone on record saying that, you know, he wasn't, he loved hardcore music, but he wasn't from the hardcore scene. He didn't live the life of a street urchin, having to borrow, cheat, and steal just to get by, just to, make your living just to be able to survive. No, he said, yep, I was from a privileged uh, background. I was just a little suburban kid. So, and I just really liked the music. So what am I going to write about as a hardcore band? Well, I'm writing my immediate about what's on my mind. What's uh, happening in my life? And I'm not trying to uh, be super poetic. You know, he's not trying to like <laughs> fill his lyrics with a bunch of isms and itties and bitties and titties. He's just <laughs> he's just saying it like as uh, far as vo- as his vocabulary will go. It Doesn't need a dictionary. So so I guess uh, bad religion was not his strong point. <laughs> <laughs> not a strong influence, anyway. But they are coming from an honest place. And also on this album, they even have MC Shakewell rapping in their intermission. It's actually just called the Intermission, and it's over a beat that their guitarist composed, and then they uh then they mimic that beat with their uh with their own instruments. So it sounds, it sounds like a, a new metal song. It's pretty fun. And they also cover the descendants. That was nice of them. <laughs> Uh, Those last two songs were added to, as Sammy says, spice up the record, citing that with California Cursed, most listeners uh, tapped out after getting bashed in the head by after, you know, by like four or five hardcore bangers. And it's ironic that on this record, uh, my favorite song on this record came in, came in at number four in the track listing. So Uh, We'll get to that in a minute. So this record is one spicy dish, but what are the secret ingredients that truly give it that kick? Well, there's multiple, but rather than reveal the whole recipe, we'll just focus on a couple of key condiments. First, let's talk about imposter. This is the one that really stood out to me first. I was like, I listened to it. Yep. That's going on there. That's going on the spreadsheet. I'm going to be talking about this song. (laughs) It's a, It's a plucky little number. It goes fast and upbeat to groovy and jumpy to hard and ferocious. And it's two and a half minute runtime. The lyrics are not only as blunt as they are aggressive, but they are a statement of the band itself. And that, like I said, Sammy is honest in his lyrics and statements and isn't trying to paint himself as an image that is approved by the hardcore metal communities. (laughs) It's like, this is what you get. And if you don't like it, tough shit. Right. So Yeah, so this is like uh in my opinion the most honest uh, uh straightforward no-frills song at least lyrically on this record. So folks, here is Imposter. It just bludgeons you <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, typical drain fashion. It's as heavy as it is fun. Um, before I continue with drain, I forgot to mention a uh, couple of shows. Okay. Back to the anyway, shows. <laughs> yeah. So back to, uh, yeah, back to the shows right here. Just a couple of uh, recidivist is doing a uh, weekend excursion. They're going up to Eugene to play the uh, dark pine death fest. Nice. They'll be playing with a uh, Bulk cutter, misery whip, and flatulent sermon. <laughs> <laughs> flatulent I, sermon. Huh? Okay. Now, yeah. Now that's a sermon that I would attend. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's going to be on. Uh, that's going to be this Saturday on the 13th. They'll be playing at Dark Pine Coffee, which is on 954 Pearl Street. Uh, Fifteen dollars entry starts at 7 p.m. Then on the 16th, they will be returning to Salt Lake playing in playing in Kilby Court with the band Cruelty from Tokyo. And they'll be playing with Cosm and Mummy. Cool. So that's where Mummy was playing on the 16th. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, those were the two shows that I had forgot to mention, but they're done now. I've done my due diligence. Anyway, <laughs> back to the,
1: now back to the drain, back to the drain. One more track to go. What else?
0: Well, the second track that I wanted to play, I was like, ah, oh, shit. It came down to two. It came down to two different tracks where it's like the first one was evil finds light. And I really liked that one. I loved the groove behind it. It was just sort of like a uh, bludgeoning and stomping song. Uh, or it was with Weight of the World, which also had a bit more uh, groove to it, but but we'll get to that in a second. That was the song that I chose. Really because, uh, selfishly, I thought that Evil Finds Light was going to end with a breakdown. Because it ended with like a dun 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 and then it ended like that, more or less. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck you, Drain. You gave me blue balls on that one. <laughs> so, so yeah, maybe I was kind of holding a bit of a grudge against that song. But, uh, and opted for Weight of the World. But, okay, it wasn't just that. Weight of the World, uh, it wasn't so much the music that got me, but it was the lyrics that got me the most. And they are about... It's really about the stressors of the modern world that sort of take hold of your brain and just uh, just start poisoning your thoughts. And I certainly relate to that. I It's really about doing too much that you begin to question your choices and wonder if they're even worth it. And even, it even can get you to the point that you just want to disappear, just vanish. <laughs> and, you know, just sort of take that, vacation you know and but ultimately you are the only one that truly understands your stress your struggles your pain even if you don't feel that you do so yeah i i relate to that incredibly because i look at my but my, my weekend week out schedule on sundays i used to have a uh, practice with anonymous but now that anonymous is on a sort of uh sabbatical <laughs> we'll say it's uh, Uh, Yeah, my Sundays are more or less open, but I eat dinner with my family on Sunday. And then Tuesday, I have practice with apathetics. Wednesday, today, I do the, uh, I record this week's episode of the SLC podcast. On Thursday, I meet with my personal trainer and have dinner with my family again that night. And on Saturday, I also have band practice with the apathetics. So technically speaking, my only free days are Monday, and friday but this is all while i'm holding down a full-time job <laughs> yeah uh, during which in my lunch breaks and my uh standard 15 minute breaks i am jotting down all the notes for the episode of the punk cast mm-hmm. i'll be releasing this week <laughs> so guys i am a machine
1: <laughs> yes <It's>... you are
0: <laughs> yeah i'm trying to stay uh well calibrated but with certain things being uh, taken off of my plates, I'm like, okay, I can, I can do this. <laughs> I've always been a, I've always been a fucking busy body, but I was younger. Uh, Angie, uh, Conrad's uh wife. She was, uh, she was looking at me. It's just like, you go to school full time, you write for slug magazine, you play in two bands, you have, you come to all of these shows and you also have work. How do you do it? I'm like, uh, very carefully. I have a structure. <laughs> that, and at the, that and at the time, I was still living with my parents, so I didn't have the bill stressors. <laughs> yeah, but now work is replaced with school. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I think I have made my point. I relate to this record uh, really hard, the weight of the world, how it's always burdened upon our shoulders with all the stressors we have day in, day out. Anyone and everyone can relate to it. And even with Drain being as... Uh, uh, having such a positive outlook on uh, on the world it the world even gets to them. So here so let's uh, let's just fucking play it. This is the weight of the world This will just waste!
2: The weight of the world pushing down, tearing me apart, ripping through the mind, heart! Oh.
0: It took me me a while to really dive into this album, and I'm so happy I did. I just only hope, Drain, I hope that you come back on a day where I can make it. I'm just like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to clear my schedule. I got to see Drain because, yeah, I've seen him before, but I want to see him again. They're so fun. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm still I'm still kicking my ass. I'm missing the one in May. I've seen the I've seen the reels of it. I've seen people posting videos about it. And I'm like, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. <laughs> Just because I had to be in Vegas seeing Agnostic Front play half of their United Blood EP and Suicidal Tendencies playing all the songs off their first album except for my two favorites. Oh God at least dropkick murphy's played my favorite uh, m- both of my favorite songs so i have that
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay but uh, whatever in the in the end in the end drain is still around they'll be coming back and i'll have my boogie boards ready i'll even show up with my hawaiian shirt how's that <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah and, uh, and Sammy, train, guys, I'm still dead set. I wanted to fucking interview you on here. So if this gets back to you, this is my personal message to you guys. Or I'm just going to text uh, Kyler, one of our mutual friends, and see if he can put in a good word for us. You got to listen to Kyler. He's got good taste. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll see. I'll see if I can make this happen. Well, I'm sure we can make it happen. <laughs> Anyway, Drain, Living Proof, kick-ass album. One of my favorites from last year. It just took me uh it just took me a while to admit it. So anyway, that's uh all I've got for Drain so far. All, all down the hole and back out into the uh back out into the Pacific. What's uh your album that you got for us, uh Dustin?
1: So as Eric's been doing too, I'm sure, we're, we're going through our, our lists that we've compiled throughout 2023 and uh, I'm listening to all the stuff that I'm going to put on my list, and long story short, uh, there are several bands that I played over on Punkinoy Worldwide, uh, you know, a track when it was a new track out and such, but never got around to playing here, and uh, several of these albums I really enjoy. Uh, I'm having a really tough time. I have a huge list, as I usually do, but I'm trying to, like, number just a certain number, and then I'll mention all the other ones as I have been doing on my last couple years. So when I was doing that, I came across On the Hunt again because they're on my list, and I was listening to the album to figure out where I'm going to place it, uh you know, which grouping and so forth. And I was like, this is really good. Why haven't I played more of it here? Well, I have played two tracks over on Punkanoi Worldwide, Put Your Boots Away and Glory Days, both great tracks. So I played those during 2023. The album, Bit on the Side came out February 24th of 2023, so it was out for quite some time during the year. Really great tracks, though, and I just hadn't got around to playing any, so I'm going to play a couple here because I really enjoy it. If you're unfamiliar with the band On The Huh, they're from Norwich and Norfolk in UK, and they feature members of Special Duties, Braindance, and Infra Riot, three great UK bands there, so of course, how could this not oh, yeah. turn out to be pretty awesome? so yeah seriously that just sounds like a it sounds like a beautiful recipe (laughs) it sure does bit on the side was really great eric in case you haven't and anybody else out there who's listening have not heard i think there's these are a couple great tracks to intrigue you like i said glory days put your boots away are both really great as well and it's a full length so several other tracks let's get to one of them we'll see what you think from bit on the side on the huh is bringing us young at heart free no time for regrets or making enemies.
0: Yeah, I certainly believe that, but sometimes enemies find me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. These guys, uh, they are they've been around. They they're no they're not youngsters, uh, as I'm not either, so I'm not trying to call them old because uh that would be calling but the point is that was the times grandpa right uh they've been around they are some experienced individuals i think that they they know they've lived life and realize uh you know no time for those things so uh that one's great one young at heart we're going to play one more and then we'll start wrapping up the show uh the track that we're going to play now is guns of england great stuff on the huh uh when they were prepping to get this album put out i was definitely intrigued because i really enjoy all those other bands that this band is made up of and they did not disappoint it's great so here we go with another one guns of england
2: This resolved tactfully Are blown away for a grand a day Or oh, they'll solve all the problems Guns of England Guns, 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 guns of England Guns, 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 guns for... Assassin on News 10 they don't give the seats of guns of England. Had enough for the block store, of playing his music till I pass four. They'll turn out the lights, guns of England. Guns, 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 guns of England. Guns, guns i yes.
1: I love that intro with the bass, right? Being a bass man. Oh, absolutely. And
0: yeah, and talking of that, the way that the bass was sort of built up into that, you know, that rather simple riff, it reminds me of the buildup of Blitzkrieg Bop. Okay. The Just simple one note alternating picking just and of course, there's some chanting above it too.
1: Right, <laughs> great stuff. So, yeah, I dig the band. On the huh, uh, is the band again? Go check out "Bit on the Side." Uh, I have no idea where they're going to land on my list, but it's a great album nonetheless. 2023, you know, I, I will say, and I'll probably talk about it on that episode. Uh, there was the last few years, there was one, two, or three, maybe like pretty clear front runners, and this. Year so far, I think it's really great music, but not specifically. Uh, you know, today I did remember an album, so maybe I'm a little bit along those lines, but uh, really great music, just not that outstanding one that uh, I knew was probably going to be the top of my list for the entire year, as in maybe the last two years. A lot of really good ones that I have to kind of differentiate, like, all right, which one do I like better, anyway. We're at that point in the show. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, Eric, what do you got to wrap the show up with?
0: Well, I got another new track, uh, but not from a punk band, though they are arguably crossover, but I say they're more on the metal side, personally. Okay. Anyway. I heard it earlier today. I'll I'll agree with you. Yeah. They are a... They are technically considered a thrash band, but I say they're more of like a death thrash band. You think of early Possessed. You think of bands like uh, you think of bands like uh, Toxic Holocaust or Havoc or, you know, you got bands that sound like uh, those guys. and You got bands that sound like Drain, which are more on the hardcore side. These (laughs) guys are more on the metal side. And this band is called Ghoul. (laughs) ghoul yeah ghoul started back in oakland california real bay shit as they would say in 2001 and yep they are bay area thrash with a with a sort of black death metal undertone riding the wave of crossover revival in the 2000s with the aforementioned toxic holocaust and havoc and of course the kingpins municipal waste and They maintained utmost anonymity by referring to themselves only by their stage names and wearing burlap sacks over their heads as if they were executioners. (laughs) Nice. And and with that, a lot of theatrics go on in their performance. Think guar, but with not nearly enough nudity. (laughs) 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 And of course, they all have different characters pertaining to the style of whichever song they're playing, uh, ranging from witches, Robots, rapists, cult leaders, murderers, zombies, (laughs) etc. So yeah, and they're coming here. Fucking Ghoul is coming here to Aces High Saloon in March. I have not seen them. They rarely come to Salt Lake. So I am excited to see Ghoul. And they're playing with Necrot. I missed Necrot last time they were here because... Once again, I just had to be somewhere else. I just <laughs> had to be up in Ogden, some 45 miles away, to be seeing DRI for the fifth time. It was still a great show. It was a damn good show. I loved it. But And I took two of my friends there uh, be, who had never seen DRI before. So, oh, cool. So, yeah, it was worth it. But I want to see Necrot, so I'm making sure I'm going to be seeing Necrot and more more so Ghoul. because. Oh, man. Oh, man. Their, their show's just, look fucking awesome. Okay, so, that being said, with 20 years, six albums, three splits, two EPs, they've, Ghoul finally came back with Noxious Concoctions, and they'll be coming out with that full EP in February, marking their first release since 2016 Dungeon Bastards. And that seems to be the fan's most general favorite. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, it's a good one, but I think Splatter Thrash is better. But that's
1: just me. That's just me.
0: <laughs> but honestly, Ghoul has no bad albums. I think everyone can agree with that, all you fucking thrash heads out there. Anyway, the so moving on, Noxious Concoctions. The titular single is already proving promising. Their blackened death thrash riffs are as gripping as ever. The guitars nosedive and shred so liberally. And the lyrics, the lyrics read, uh, they read like they're a script in a sci-fi horror B movie, detailing in grisly detail a scene in which hordes of decomposing bodies are being consumed by bacteria and fungi and vegetation and being reborn as rotten, mouldy corpses. Makes me think of like if uh, you know Little Shop of Horrors uh, was directed by George Romero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but this is not a movie this is a fucking song by a thrash band and oh they are they just sound they sound as grotesque as ever it's ghoul doing what ghoul do so here is the latest from ghoul noxious concoctions (laughs) <laughs> sort of a trademark of a lot of uh, these style bands
1: <laughs> right so yeah there's
0: been a bit of a resurgence of this style of a uh, thrash metal of like a sort of darkened, blackened uh, thrash crossover whatever you want to call it like it's been going on yeah of course with toxic holocaust and uh and ghoul but also now with uh yeah, bands like wraith and bands like rank and vile they're all they're all bringing back those styles uh in full force over the last, uh, almost 10 years and, and I'm stoked for it. I fucking love that style of thrash. It's just so, oh, it's so grisly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm excited for the, I'm excited for the new EP. I'm excited to see them live again, or again, I'm, again, I'm excited to see them live, but you know, it's, yeah, I'm just <laughs> just excited. Obviously, I'm at a loss for words here. <laughs> so.
1: Well, if you need to gather up words, I will quickly mention my track. I don't really have a personal connection, not that I do with all the bands that we play. But uh, are you familiar with the, the show Letter Kenny? It's on Hulu.
0: Oh, you bet, bud. <laughs> I'm quite familiar. I'm quite familiar with that program. That's. Uh, uh, been going on for about seven years now.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, for anybody who's unfamiliar, they do like two seasons per year. They've uh, it's like six episodes, only like thirty minute episodes. You know, short sitcom type thing, not quite a sitcom, but uh, in that vein.
0: Well, it's a, certainly a different style sitcom. Like this, you can't find a sh- another show that's uh, the
1: style of Letterkenny. If you people haven't watched it. Uh, go watch it. You'll see what I mean. <laughs> exactly. If you like quick witted wordplay, and obviously they're writing scripts, but the way they deliver it, it it's delivered like that quick witted wordplay. Uh, every once in a while, they're beating the shit out of the dead horse. Like, it's like, all right, I get the fucking joke already. Right, let's fucking move on. <laughs> but oh, for yeah. the most part, it's really great. Uh, Shorzy's an offshoot of it that they will continue. But. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> one, of the,
0: one of the funniest characters on that show and another thing my uh, one of my one of my friends uh who who played hockey uh still uh still plays it every now and then he could confirm that <laughs> the way that the hockey players treat each other in that show that's how it actually is except it's like you being in a locker room with five shoresies.
1: so what you're saying is he said can confirm that's a Texas size 10 4, good buddy.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> ain't no 10 plies and ain't no 10 ply half wits in that locker room there, bud. <laughs>
1: all right, enough about Letterkenny other than uh, it just dropped its final season, season 12, like the day after Christmas. So it's out. Go watch it all if you haven't seen it on the first episode of the newest, latest, lastest season of Letterkenny. There was a song on there. I really enjoyed it. I looked it up. I thought, you know what, we're going to play it here. The band is called Relations. I hadn't heard Relations before. Uh, The band Relations, their most recent release is from 2016. We're going to be playing something off of their Songbirds release, which appears to be their most popular release. But that came out April 1st of 2014, so almost 10 years ago this came out The band, as far as I can tell, they're from like New York City, Brooklyn area. That's where they play their live, the bulk of their live shows. So I'm assuming somewhere in that area. So anybody that's interested, there's some information on them. They do include this track. They post about it on their social media. I think on their Instagram they did that they were on that first episode of the newest season, season 12 of Letter Kenny. We're going to take a listen to that track that I heard and then you can go watch the show if you haven't. So here's Relations off of Songbirds. The track is called Take No Sides. a few more seconds what'd you think of that well it sounds
0: like those uh it just reminds me of that weird uh sort of spacey alternative rock that all the hipsters got hard to Mm -hmm. back in the 2010s (laughs) (laughs) yeah not not that it's a bad thing but uh, back in the yeah back in like a 2012 2013 this shit was like way overplayed it was just fucking everywhere so and yeah, it makes sense. The shit came out in uh, 2014, so this was the sort of a status quo for rock music. It was like chilled music. <laughs> so that's what it reminds me of, and I was right on the money because this came out at that time. <clears throat> but uh, also, it just sounds like this uh, belongs in a sort of artsy, independent uh, flick or TV show. It's and so yeah, it's fitting that it would go on Letter as soon as I was listening to it, I just pictured these large tracking shots of Canadian landscapes and just just picturing the guys uh, going around on their little snowmobiles.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, I agree with you. It definitely can fit there on Letterkenny, and that's my tribute to a show I enjoyed. It has ended. Anybody who's interested, go out there and watch uh, – It intrigued me to look up that song. Here we are playing it and talking about the band relations. That's it, though. That's all we got for this show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening all the way up to this point for episode 346. The show is found on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music Player FM, Podvine, Podchaser, Verbal, and slcpunkcast.com. And I'm sure plenty of other places. The bands are found on Instagram at WithoutPeaceHC. At Battle Flask, at Running From Shadows Band, at Overexposure, at Antidote underscore Official, at Drain 831, at On the huh underscore Oi, at Ghoul Official, at Relations Band, at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you?
0: You can find me on Instagram at scary uncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. Uh, you can find my bands, Anonymous and Apathetics, on Instagram at anonymous underscore band, uh, anonymous, no, I had it right, underscore band official, and on Facebook at Anonymous SLC. Apathetics on Instagram at theapathetics.slc and on Facebook at the_apathetics. And check us out on our band camps, Anonymous SLC and theapathetics.bandcamp.com. Uh, anonymous is still in the uh limbo but apathetics we're on a writing spree and we are just riding that fun trip
1: <laughs> that's awesome
0: yeah yeah we're getting some uh new hits out and we're trying to get at least three new songs done before our show in february so more on that later uh you can find my other uh podcast led melodies on instagram at lead underscore melodies uh under- I keep putting the underscore where it's not necessary. (laughs) Lead Melodies underscore podcast and on Facebook at lead.melodies.podcast.slc. And you can stream the episodes, all three of them. There's still only three. Sorry. (laughs) On anchor.fm. And follow the SLC Hardcore page on Facebook at SLC Hardcore. I'm posting flyers on there and posting bands who are uh, going to be currently on tour. Our bands, of course. And and yeah, just uh, keeping up with the uh, with uh, things that are going on every week.
1: Excellent. The bands are found on Facebook at Battle Flask, at Running From Shadows Band, at Drain 831, at Overexposure CA, at Go Pogo, and that is for Antidote, at Norwich Street Punk, which is for On The Huh. At ghoul, ghoul lunatics asylum, but they, there's only one L. So, but at ghoul lunatics asylum for ghoul at relations band. And the show is at SLC Punkcast. Thank you again for everybody tuning in and listening all the way up to this point. Eric, any final thoughts before we wrap up the show? Well,
0: not entirely. There was just a, you know, just be safe out there guys. The fucking <laughs> snow is <was> horrendous. <laughs> I drove through the thick of the squall last night, and I drove through some uh, pretty some pretty gnarly flakes this uh, just this evening. So just uh, kind of rethink uh, if you're planning on going out this week, because it's going to go well into the weekend. And if you do go out, uh, may uh, May the force be with you. I couldn't think of anything uh, other than to say. But yeah, just take care of yourselves out there, guys. This weather sucks. I fucking hate winter. And all of you (laughs)
1: without the snow, you're in luck. We're jealous.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All you people out there in the tropical climates living on your beachfront homes and having to deal with nothing but overcast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Whatever. At least it doesn't get super fucking blisteringly hot down there as it does up here. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, that's not a good thing either. Fuck. The state sucks. (laughs) Well, on that note. There you go. That's your takeaway. The state sucks. fucking outro. (laughs)